What's up, everybody? It is August 3rd, 2018. I'd like to welcome you to episode 7 of the Tech Audit TV podcast. My name is Brandon Hassler, and with me is a man who is a busy man, but never too busy to sit down and talk some tech. We've got Mr. Matt Hassler. How are you today? I'm good. I am never too busy for Tech Audit TV, and your intro was so, like, you had you had a rhythm going. I, mm. I was so tempted mm. to be like, I'm waiting for the remix. Get down, get down, <laughs> jump up and jump up and get down. Something like that. I, I was. I just make it easy for the internet to, to make some remixes. Um, well, so where are we recording today? Uh, we're at the Stone Sheba Creator Space here Beautiful. in Provo, Utah, and University. Yeah, um, still a little bit dirty in here getting closer this is what happens when it's a side project and uh you both have full-time jobs so fun stuff this is a uh, entrepreneurial live course for everybody feel free to ask questions about it but we we literally just uh rented it and using it as an office the justification for the payment is that it's also functioning as an office for my work but we're slowly building out a creator's network and uh i don't know if you noticed we got a lot of attention Recently, we've had a lot of people contacting just off the logo finally being up outside. Nice. Wanting to get involved. I like it. I so. like it. The Stone Sheba located right here in the one and only downtown Provo. Air quality, not the best right now. New York standards, it's amazing air quality. Utah, not so much. Look us up on Instagram, the Stone Sheba, and the website will be done soon, which will allow you to uh, find out more. But, but if you have questions and want to get involved in any way, shape or form, either podcasting, helping somebody podcast, uh, editing videos, uh, you got some ideas for YouTube videos, um, you wanna support uh, a concept of another creator, like we, we literally want this to be a place where people can kickstart and grow their creator ideas and everybody can help, not just the people who uh, are necessarily gonna be in the videos, you might just not have time but wanna support, almost like invest in someone, you get an idea. We might, I've got three or four guys who are perfect YouTube personalities, who uh, we just need some ideas and some, you know, maybe a tiny little bit of funding for them. Not much because we've got the space to do it. Uh, we got the equipment. We just need we just need people who want to support it and be part of it in some way. Love it. Well, let's get uh, let's get into the show here. Let's start with the best of the best, and that is the app of the week. Boom. What do you got for us this week? Well, so I was gonna go with uh, SparkPost, which is an Adobe created app, and um, and then you showed me one. Which I actually looked at Adobe Spark's website. They have, so on Android, there's only one. So there's there's Spark Post, Spark Page, and Spark Video. Uh, All three are available on iOS. On Android, only Spark Post interesting. is available. Okay. And so these are free apps. And uh, the best way to describe them is think of, you know, what Adobe Illustrator does and uh, break it up or Photoshop, like they have way more apps than they do core products. Um, so all this one does is if you wanna if you wanna make a post online, but you wanna pretty it up, uh, you wanna get a cool font on there, you wanna have something that'll auto match a color scheme for your fonts and everything like that, it basically creates that for you. It's got really cool um, templates already, and you can sit and you can throw two or three photos in there and just hit the button over and over again, and it'll, and it'll mix it up for you, and you'll land on something amazing. Um, and then it, you've got access to tons of stock photos for free. And when I say tons, like, you know, 
it's not all of them in the world, obviously, but considering it's free, it's a lot. Uh, and, it, and it's a free app. Just heads up, the reason it's free is because they're gonna subtly, but in my opinion, I like the way they're selling this. They, they There's no like, you go through, make your, your uh, picture, you're ready to upload it to Instagram and suddenly you're not allowed to because you have to pay. It's more of a, hey, would you like to sign up for an account, which you can actually at first, you can sign up for an account for free, which just makes things a little bit easier, you know, as far as saving. And then from there, you're gonna, you're gonna, as you use their apps more, you're gonna realize there's an advantage to having a subscription to their services because it's gonna make it a lot easier to utilize SparkPost with, uh, you know, what was the one you just mentioned? Uh, Word Swag. Words. Well, no, no, no. The Word Swag is the uh, the other app. But what were the different Spark ones? You said there were three. Oh different. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Spark Page, Spark Post, and Spark Video. Yeah. So you're gonna if you have an if you have an Adobe account, you're gonna be able to use those together more easily. But here's what's cool about it: you can still use them all together totally for free. You're just gonna have to do the jump rounds of saving to your device, then uploading on the other device. All of your projects might not be saved in one spot under Adobe's online. Uh, cloud. So I think it's cool because it gives you the chance to truly use the product um, without having to pay. But you will, I think, if you if you become a heavy user of it, you'll end up just naturally paying because they deserve to be paid for a good product. And but I don't think people deserve to get paid who trick you into paying to try it. So I, I'll be honest, this is this is a good example of a big company like Adobe doing it the right way, which is rare. Big companies usually do it the wrong way and force you to pay. Um, so I think it's a cool little product. And, and Brandon had a similar one that he uses called uh, Swag Post. Word Swag. Word Swag. And, and it's basically, I just looked through it. It's basically the same thing, um, has different options, um, but it's $3.99 and uh, looks like it has access to stock photos. If I had to guess, it might even have a few more options in it built in that Adobe has spread out across a few different apps. And again, that's kind of how Adobe's able to do it for free, I think, is that by breaking these out in tiny little apps that work, they work great, but it's like, well, it doesn't have all the features in here. You gotta have that other app and we're gonna make it a little hard for you to combine them until you pay us, but you still can. It's just a little funky to download and upload constantly, or you can buy an app like that. But I just like the idea of buying into Adobe. If, if you really are getting that heavy into use, buying into Adobe system's gonna be your best bet long run anyway. But if you just want something more powerful um, and, you're, and you're willing to pay three, four bucks up front and you don't need it to be something that works into this big, broad, you know, expansive universe like Adobe, then then Word Swag would probably be a great option, too. So and it doesn't add uh, Adobe Spark has not added any like a, like a logos to it or anything like that. OK, no icons or like like there's no watermarks or logos. As far as I can see, I've. Cause I'm looking at uh, I made multiple posts like that, a post I made the other day about MXPX. Mm -hmm. So and for any listeners, if you look me up on uh, Instagram, Matt Hassler, M-A-T-T-H-A-S-S-L-E-R, my, you can follow me. It's a public feed, but I, I made a post cause I was listening to the new MXPX album, which I was so excited came out. Um, and uh, so I just whipped that up in spark post in two seconds and posted it and it fits it. You know, it, it made the post fit to Instagram. That, that picture of that Sheba on the Stone Sheba's Instagram account, um, I used SparkPost for that. And th that was a that was one of our local, like a like a like someone who's part of the community now 
had their Sheba with them, took a selfie of their Sheba in front of the, the picture of the Sheba here on the wall. And so we, I whipped that up and posted it. So you guys can look at those. I'm telling you, I made those all in like 20 seconds. Um, and they're not going to blow your mind, but if you're, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're, a, if you're the listener who's like, oh, I don't ever do stuff like that, but I'd like to be able to every now and again make a nice post. Um, and you just don't know where to start. These are great tools for people who do this all the time. I know we're probably just, you know, you, you might have 40 ideas that are better. And if so, that's awesome. Anytime we do an app of the week, if you happen to know of one that you've used that you think is better, and this is kind of an area of your expertise, send us to those. We'll follow up with them. Um, Cause I'm usually, the app of the week I'm posting is usually something where I'm dabbling in something new I don't know a ton about. And I'm mostly getting excited about features that are super, super usable for a beginner. So I like it. Yeah. I'm looking at the pricing for Adobe Spark free, uh, but then it's uh, 10 bucks a month and you stand out with, I guess you can start branding it with your own brand. According to this, like replace the Adobe Spark logo with your own, <laughs> add uh, your brand to Spark graphics, pages, video stories, See, that's uh, interesting, fonts I don't, and colors that reflect your brand. I don't have a Spark logo on mine. Yeah. Like you can look right at my, they didn't, they didn't watermark mine. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe you get a certain amount free. I've only done like four or five of them. So maybe it's unless point, you are paying for an Adobe creative cloud plan and you don't realize a, it when you signed in, unless there's multiple plans and there's a really cheap one. Um, I am not like you don't pay for any Adobe products as far as you're as far concerned. as I know, like I don't Photoshop. pay for a single one. Interesting. Well, there you have it. Adobe spark. Check it out. Seems like it might be uh, totally free with a lot of cool features. Yeah, I think I think just making that basic post is the free part. But yeah, I'm, I'm guessing if you're getting into other stuff, there's there's going to be some. Uh, they've got to make money somehow. So so yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. I apologize, and uh, I'll apologize in a British accent. Nice, nice. Please apologize, folks. No, 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 no. They need to tell me if I'm wrong, and then oh, I'll apologize oh, okay. in a British yes. accent if I was wrong. <laughs> Um, and then you were telling me before the show about uh, a recent YouTube VR. Oh, yes. Yeah, so my other app having. of the week is I busted out my Google Daydream VR, which I have not used in a while. And I was pleasantly surprised. I kind of just assumed when you're not using something, you assume it's just dying. And it was awesome. Like, man, so many updates. Chrome was on there, which weirdly I read like days later that oh, Chrome is coming. So I must have had a beta version because I already had Chrome available on there so I can surf on on my vr headset um the pixel i have the pixel one and i have the pixel 2 xl both the xl if you have the pixel one xl um i don't know about the one but the one xl definitely has heating problems where you don't want to play for longer than 30 minutes unless you can get like some sort of a cooling you can stand near like some sort of an air vent that'll actually take care of it completely but the pixel 2 doesn't have that problem but the story is i uh, about a, so about a month ago um, well, maybe two weeks ago, I guess, is when I first picked it up again to check it out. And then again the other night. So I picked it up and I was using YouTube on there and I noticed this option to watch with other people. Thought that was extremely weird, but I figured I'd try it out. I clicked the button and next thing I know, I'm hearing, oh, hey, what's up, man? Like, and it just kind of freaked <laughs> me out. I was like, wait, what? And so I'm watching YouTube with other people. It just randomly puts me into this room with other people. Okay. So I guess, I guess watching people, I guess watching YouTube with people is becoming a thing. Have you heard of this? Yes, I have. Yeah, well, I, mean, I noticed it. Uh, I mean, Twitch obviously has kind of pioneered 
the whole watching stuff. I mean, that's more so live video. But that's like watching with other people. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So it's but yeah, now Facebook is. Um, I noticed they have watch parties within groups, so you can host a watch party to where uh, you and a bunch because everyone can watch videos at the same time. But uh, now you can watch it together. And I've just noticed. So basically, in the group, you can say, "Hey, we want, we're going to watch this video at six o'clock." And then everyone gets on and you're watching at the same time for some reason that's cool which maybe i could see for like specialized groups so like uh, market campus which uh, is another company where you can learn marketing and stuff like that i could see how in that group it's like hey we're gonna watch this whiteboard friday video from moz and we're gonna watch it together and then you can like see everyone's comments as it's happening and questions and stuff like that i could see how that's pretty beneficial and i did notice uh youtube just rolled out a bunch of new features one of them is now they call it, I think, Premiere. Mm-hmm. So if you have like, a, you know, there's a guy like a, a Casey Neistat, for example, he's publishing a lot, but every now and then he'll have kind of that project where he's been spending like months on and it's a mini documentary or some type of feature uh, that he's been working on. What he can do is he can schedule, I think, I forget what the time limit is, like up to 24 hours before, but basically they can he can say tomorrow uh, at 8 a.m. on Sunday, this video is gonna go live. And an hour before, I think, it actually notifies everybody who uh, wants to attend this. And then you're in the you're in like the YouTube watch page. There's a live chat, and then the video starts at eight o'clock. So everybody is watching it. Like you're the first person to watch it. It's not it uploads, and then you get notified, and then it's just like so. It's the same thing, really, but the difference but can is. Can you talk to each other? Uh, no, there's no audio. So that's a big difference so with VR. Is- VR, it's adding that audio, which I almost see as getting. That oh, could be a potentially annoying. It could be, it can, but the controls were already fairly cool where you can just turn it off. Like you can lock mm-hmm. your group down, but like what's, what's cool here is there's no master planning. It's just that YouTube already exists. There's a billion people already watching it. So you can see like, oh, there's three people watching that video and they didn't close their group off. That means they're not friends. They just probably randomly happened upon something you like also. So you hop in and the chances that unless you're purposefully trolling, unless you're on there to troll, it's not naturally going to be weird because you're going to hop in on a video and it's going to be a topic you already like. That's why it was in your feed mm-hmm. and they like it and they're sitting there and 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 everyone, at least in my experience, was super like friendly and willing to be like, like the second I popped in, it was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Do you want us to rewind? Because someone, whoever started watching the video first had control of the video. Mm. Um, and they'd like offer to rewind it. Like, oh, no, 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 I've seen this one. This is cool. Go ahead. And then you'd sit and discuss it. And That's it was interesting. It was just like watching it with friends. It's just like the equivalent of dude pulling up your phone and going, hey, dude, you got to see this new video. Mm-hmm. You're, but you're doing it with people you don't know. Um, and then they heard my wife like asking who she's like, who are you talking to? And. So I'm like, oh, I'm here with my wife, guys. And, and and then they started more jokingly making fun of me that I was sitting there. They're like, so you're sitting there with a VR headset on with yeah. your wife right there. We don't have wives, you know, you're go pay loser. attention to your wife. You're a lo- yeah. And I was like, guys, that's not how it works. You get the <laughs> wife and then your wife gets excited when you're like, oh, I'll leave you alone for a few minutes and jump on VR. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was a cool experience. So then... Uh, flip forward a couple of weeks and 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 I saw the future of this it it hit me so it was three in the morning I couldn't sleep and I decided I can't turn my tv on it's too late I'll wake somebody up so I well I had just used my 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 daydream 
recently. So I, I put it on and I'm like, I'll check out the Netflix app. And at first I was bothered because instead of the screen just floating in the blackness, Netflix puts you in these scenarios. And in this Mm -hmm. case, maybe it's the only one, I don't know. But in this case, it's a giant fireplace, like huge mantle. um, And then your, 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 your huge, like 120 inch screen is, or what it appears to you to be is inlaid in that you're in this massive cabin with like 40 foot ceilings. There's a little loft on your right, on your left, there's windows overlooking, you know, what looks like the Swiss Alps or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, and it's actually all very well done. And after about five minutes, you feel like that's where you are. I don't know how to describe it. It's incredible. And, and, and then it hits me. I had the thought, uh, that'd be cool if I could watch this with my wife because we could literally be watching a movie together in our room only in this way better like circumstance you know feeling like we're in this really cool place and it would actually I know it would actually feel like that if we were both in there um, and then the 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 thought of the YouTube thing hit me and I was like oh my gosh we're not too far away from this so basically we could already do that in YouTube Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing I can watch because I can watch my Google Play movies that I've purchased from my YouTube account. So I could probably already do this with my wife in YouTube. But weirdly, yeah, the, the, the scenario that which I at first didn't like now matters because now that's what I would want that. So as soon as that comes together, you're going to be talking about people going to see movies, quote unquote, together um, and it'll feel like it. And and it I have a TV in my room, which is probably unhealthy, but um, it's like I chose to watch it on my tiny phone, but the way they've done it, it felt like I was watching it on like a 120 inch screen. I was, and I was watching the final office mm-hmm. uh, episode of the office. And I, I was like, dude, this is better. Like this is such a better watching experience yep. than putting it on my TV. So I, I don't know. That was the first time it really hit me that this stuff's getting better. And, and maybe it's already that good on the high end seven eight hundred dollar ones but I, I just saw the the daydream view was on sale for 30 bucks this week somewhere well i just looked um hopefully that's not it's, over um so there's well there's two daydreams now you have the new one which that one's still 99 bucks but the original one is for sale for 45 bucks uh, so right now not? it looks like so it probably was prime day that it was on sale for 30. it could have been yeah you i mean it's still on sale i think it's normally 60 for the old one the new one's not that much better yeah i mean it's just like better cloth uh i don't really i didn't really i couldn't really tell like a significant feature oh i guess they have a strap now that goes over your head yeah as well you don't need that yet they don't have intense they don't have games that are intense enough yet like movement wise um if you have that one great it's definitely better than the first one but if you're if you're somebody thinking about buying one um first make sure your phone is compatible with daydream lots of them are probably lot more than people think um it's not just the pixel line and and you can i guarantee if you look around you can pick one up for 25 bucks somewhere and it's worth it it's totally worth it comes with a controller i actually played a lightsaber game that was a clear-cut star wars knockoff it's free download and it's and it's the best like lightsaber experience i've ever had on any game including like the wii attempting to do star wars um and it's just, it's a five level game where you just have these little bots coming at you, but it shows how far it's coming. So Daydream still is not like, it's not worth buying a phone and the headset at full price just for the gameplay on there. But if you can get it at cheaper prices, 
um, it is worth it just for the little bit of experimenting you can do. And there are some legitimately fun full games on there that are fairly affordable. Yeah, the, so, uh, and I'm looking at the compatible phones. I mean, in term, there's a lot of them, but in terms of like the, I guess, more mainstream phones, you got the LG V30 uh, as well as the Galaxy S8 and the Galaxy S9. So if you're a Samsung user of one of their new flagship phones, it should work. Uh, going back to that YouTube thing, I could see it being, I would, I would, just, I would assume you can make it so it's private. So if only yeah. you and three friends wanted to get in there, I could see how you could turn that into a business because with like sports, for example, sports is something where, you know, we see these shows on ESPN where someone's breaking down. What's that one guy, like the crazy pardon the interruption or something like that. Well, there's the guy that, who's like the Buccaneers coach. John, Chucky. Yeah. John Gruden. Yeah. He has his show, right? Where he breaks down footage with the quarterback right yeah. there. Um, but there's all sorts of shows where they're breaking down footage. I could see how you could basically have like a paid group. If you're someone like Bill Simmons, I mean, that's a, a, a big audience there, but imagine how much people would pay. I pay 400 bucks a month. I'm in a group with like 20 people where Bill Simmons live gets on VR and he's talking and he's rewinding. He's going back and you can like bring up points and, and whatnot. Or even on a local level, you know, with BYU football, for example, someone who uh, hops on, you know, Sunday morning or, or late Saturday night and they're breaking down the, the footage that's posted on YouTube and then the commentary and then people are getting on there. I would imagine people would pay to be a part okay. of that. We got to do an experiment here and we need, what do you think? Five viewers need to say they would be willing to watch this at least. Is that, is that a good enough number <clears throat> or should we just say one? <laughs> Here's what I want to do. Me and you set up a time this weekend. This weekend might be rough, but we'll, we'll get it done where, where we go on there. Okay. And, and, and then we're going to screen, we're going to record, like do a screen grab of us basically doing our show, but, uh, we're going to watch YouTube videos, right? Mm-hmm. And just do what you're what you just explained. We're just going to comment on YouTube videos, and then post it as <laughs> I don't our know how own. Entertaining that would be. Well, that's what we got to find out. And then and then we're going to post it as our own Tech Audit TV video, um, just as an experiment. I'll, you down? If I understand correctly. So you're on your your gear or your not? It's not the gear. Sorry, the, your Daydream VR. I'm yep. on mine. We log in together, find each other, in and you can screen grab it. You. I, I don't see why you couldn't. But like it, you're saying you're saying you and I would hop on to a YouTube video via right. both of our VR headsets, and then we're watching this video and we're commentating, but we're recording that at the same time. Right. But that's different than what I'm explaining. I'm explaining like it's only entertaining if you're there in the live environment. Otherwise, it's you're just one of the million React videos that are noise on YouTube. Well, what do you mean that you're there in the live environment? Like, like I could watch a video of Bill Simmons or someone breaking down footage, but it's not, it's not happening live. It's not happening with me. Right. So, right. so the entertaining aspect, it's like, holy crap, Bill Simmons is one of the 10 guys in this group and he's breaking it down just for us. So you're it's saying like a we private to, access. You're saying if our, if we have people, if we have listeners who have access to this, we need to see if there's a few of them who will jump on with us and do it. That would, that would be a more accurate test. Okay. But it's also like breaking down YouTube videos isn't necessarily m- one of my well, special skills first versus time around, someone who's like already breaking down BYU football. This, well, yeah, this is a goof off session. Remember, we're not, we're just experimenting. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. We're, we're, that's all but we're doing. But if it flops, here. I don't think it would be a reflection of, oh yeah, that model just wouldn't work. Well, but it, but I, but like I said, like, I don't even know that the Netflix thing is going to happen but I saw the vision for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all this is. We're, that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're looking to 
where that's that's what the show is we're auditing we're not the pros we're, <laughs> the, the, we're the auditors i got it so we're we want to just mess with this and say could this be done like what's the vision here and then maybe one of our listeners is is the person who's like you know what i i am freaking amazing at breaking down uh sunday you know all the all the sunday night games whatever and they run with it and then we get to be proud papas because we helped them with the idea so basically we're gonna pioneer not react videos but live react videos well it's, yeah isn't vr I, style the most successful stuff i think is usually not a totally new concept it's somebody got that concept right you know what i mean yeah because there's a lot of crappy react videos out there when they get the right kid when you when you get when you get the, the old people watching uh you know rock from their day and they're getting into it and then you're and then they're watching new stuff. That's a good react video because it's like they're hitting all the right elements. I've watched react videos that are just boring because you're like, yeah, you're like, I don't get why you think the reaction should be interesting here, you know? Yeah. But some of them are amazing. Some of them you're like, oh, that guy is that old and grew up in this place and you're going to show him this. I, I'm curious how he'll react. Most people you're like, I don't care how that person reacts to that. Yeah. Like, Nobody cares what my reaction is going to be. It's like college, to the Pixel Three. College like, <laughs> kids react to Karate Kid. It's like I don't care how they react to the Karate Kid. I don't know, man. Well, college but people kids, do. Yeah, you, it needed to be the those ones that were good. The, the Karate Kid reacts ones. Anyone who was like thirty five and above, those were the fun ones to watch because it was like that. What the Karate Kids like a religion to you. So, I mean, I would have be I'd be interested if I I did not record myself, but I'm sure it was watchable cuz I about shat myself. I was so excited. You need to start a YouTube channel and just do a pure uh LDS reaction videos to <laughs> old school uh LDS videos. That'd be fun. And just show them to 16-year-olds today and like this is what we watched. Oh. Um, some of those are so bad. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's really interesting, actually. So, if you're listening to this and you're like, yo, I got a VR headset, Brandon, Matt. It's uh, got to be Daydream. Well, no, maybe not. Let's look into that. That's true. You just got that be able to get on YouTube VR. VR app. You have to have, yeah, you have to have YouTube VR. So, if you've got any kind of VR headset, uh, hit us up. We'll experiment together. Tech Audit TV on Instagram or just techauditv at gmail.com. Also, just follow the Instagram account at TV. Uh, I'll post about it as a little reminder, trying to get people who don't listen to the show, let them know, try to get the biggest audience possible. But if you want to be part of this intimate group, testing out this VR stuff, uh, more power to you. We'd love to have you join. We don't, we don't want too many, but if we can get at least five, we just need a handful of the coolest listeners possible. Just no trolls or, or one troll that we can all overpower and kick out. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. Um, all right. So that's interesting. What else is interesting is more and more leaks. I tell you leaks with phones. It's just becoming like the standard. And I think most companies now are just like pushing their own leaks, especially Samsung where I don't think Apple is. I think they're genuinely still the guys that want to wait. Apple's leak. What did I just see with Apple's? Oh, Apple's was something about uh, how the the 6.5 inch phone is basically going to like have a lot of tablet features and act as a tablet with some leak. But uh, I did notice. So we talked about the Pixel 3 last time. We talked about a lot of the latest rumors. One of them was wireless charging. That was very much a rumor at the time. Now it's essentially been confirmed. I don't have the exact article in front of me, but basically 
Um, someone was looking through the code. I think it was like Android P and they noticed uh, references to a pixel stand, mm -hmm. which is more than likely going to be a stand where you can charge your phone, place it at night. So wireless charging is uh, almost inevitable with the pixel three. So a little update there, the notch, unfortunately, fortunately, depending on how you look at it is uh, still very much going to be a thing with the Pixel 3, and with that, uh, Samsung, with the notch in mind, Samsung just released a series of new uh, kind of, uh, I guess, not attack ads, that's a harsh word, a little uh, mini- They're attack ads. Mini commercials <laughs> taking a jab directly at Apple, all of them, so it's called Ingenious, as I guess you They're could say good. The, the series, and it's this kind of, you know, depressed, not so smart guy who works, he, obviously it's at an Apple store, um, and, one of the videos was uh, making fun of the notch. So let me see if I can get the the audio of this on the show, and we can uh, we can listen. Have you seen the notch one? I don't know if I've seen the notch one. So let me get the screen here so you can see it as well, and then we'll see if I can get the audio. The notch. The notch. Right. Doesn't the notch cover up some of the screen if you watch a movie? Uh, not in the default view. Yeah. But what if you want to fill the screen? Oh, you just, voila, there you go. It does still cover up some of the movie. Yeah. No, no not a lot though. Yeah, a little bit though. <laughs> Significant enough portion. I mean, it takes time to get used to it. What's going on over there? Oh no. They come here all the time. And the people there at the end were, uh, that guy was actually in the original Apple attack commercial where he has a notch in his hair. A lot of people didn't notice that because it was a really quick screen, but now it's him and his family there and they all have notches in their hair. But it was just making fun of the fact that uh, notches are blocking, you know, people's video, whatnot, if you try to go full screen. And here's the interesting thing. As I was watching this, um, Apple or I, one credit I give to Samsung is they stick to their guns. When they, when they make jabs, they stick to it. They, they've made jabs about the headphone jack, and there's other ones. They have storage on there. Like, why can't I insert something for storage? Oh, you put it in the cloud. What if I don't want my information in the cloud? I just want it on my own device. Oh, the ignore that. Just get this phone, and then it's the same problem. Uh, you mentioned the dongle one. Like, you got to look up the dongle one. That's the best one. So, But, yeah, it's interesting how they do that. And that's one thing that Google has not been good at. They've made jabs about the headphone jack. That was like a big thing. And it's sad we have to say this is a feature, the headphone jack. Everyone laughs. And then next year, we're removing the headphone jack. Yeah. And then um, this year, I'm surprised that they're not going the double camera because last year, that, that was their big jab is we only need one camera. We don't need two cameras for a good photo. Uh, Google has stuck to their guns there. But the notch was something that I don't think they made fun of the notch, but... Um, now they're going to the notch and that's what Apple like Android. I feel like maybe you have a different opinion I feel like Android has in general whether it's you know Samsung Google LG all these companies they've generally been on the The, the lead when in terms of like smartphone innovation trying out new features and whatnot it's Apple's smart and they don't mock the features that these companies come out with they just integrate it into their own and they make a bigger deal about it and everybody just praises Apple because they've done great. So they, they, they stay quiet. You get Johnny Ive to do a nice five minute video with his accent. It sounds incredible. It's like, holy crap. And I'm like, there's something about the way Apple 
markets their videos and the way they put them together because they could show like the Apple Watch and you're like, oh yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of like the Samsung's watch they put out. But then you watch the five minute featurette with Johnny Ive narrating it and you're just like, this is revolutionary yeah. because of the way, like they're just really smart and maybe every company needs well, uh, an Well, not English every company guy. can do it though. That's the thing is you have to have the right customer base. You have to have a customer base as hardcore and it, like people who use Apple don't switch. I mean, some do, right? But it's not it like their users are Apple users and I and, and most of them don't even care if they slip up here or there. Like they're not about to jump ecosystems when they believe that Apple overall is always going to have the best and will always come around even after making making a mistake. And the thing is you can't really argue it. They mostly get everything right. You know yeah. what I mean? So I like to me, it's like these are funny, but it's it, you know it's hard to make fun of Apple's success because it's they're successful. I mean, they what they do works for a, the group of people that they want it to work for. The notch here's where I think Google made the mistake on the notch is uh, I, I think I think allowing the notch in Android so developers have the access for other phone companies to use it is good because inevitably someone making an Android phone was going to want to do it. I don't love that they integrated it into the Pixel C. So it kind of shows what their exact goal is. And that is specifically to get Apple like they're really targeting Apple users who are who are kind of design based Apple users who just want the product that looks like Apple. And and maybe and there might be something to that. I don't know. But I didn't love that the leak. That's what the leaks have shown is that the larger of the Pixel phones will have a notch. Yep. Um, the smaller one will not. But the Kinda notch is a design feature. It's not. There's nothing about it that is useful, and that's fine. It's a design feature. It's a way to say, but and it's a cheap one at that. If you want to get down to it, it's a way to say you have more screen ratio without having actual usable screen ratio. That's yep. fine. Apple embraced it. They took a risk, and 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 it. It's a risk that somewhat didn't fully pay off because a lot it got mocked so heavily. But if anything, people like Android, Google specifically now doing the notch makes Apple look. It's just one of those moves that every time you copy their a move they make that was clearly their move, even though Essential Phone had the notch first. I get it. Nobody was aware of it. So it was viewed as an Apple move by doing it. You're just kind of saying, hey, Apple does get it right before us. Like, yep. just leave the notch off, and then it makes people question that silly notch. Well, and uh, Apple obviously knows what they're doing. The recent news is Apple has just become the world's first trillion-dollar company. That's crazy. Uh, Amazon is worth nearly $900 billion, and Google and Microsoft are each now worth a little over $8 billion, Sorry, $8 billion, $800 billion. Uh, and now Amazon, or Apple, has technically hit the trillion dollar mark based off their stock price although it's very likely they're going to hop in and out kind of like how bezos was when he became the world's richest man he kept going in and out and now he's like far richer which is funny because amazon doesn't make money they lose money every year and that bezos guy is the king well it's because they know eventually they'll take over the world i don't know there a lot of these videos showing like their workers i just don't see how that how this keeps going with the the way they treat employees I don't see how it keeps going, man. You don't hear any of that. For I mean, Apple. Had, obviously, there's the, the stuff going on in China, and that's not okay. 
like by any stretch that should stop but it, it, it at least it's not their company you know what i mean technically speaking in amazon's case these are their fulfillment centers these are their they own these fulfillment centers where people are working jobs where you know uh, there's the one guy doing an interview saying he got a hernia trying to go to the bathroom because he only had 30 seconds or he was going to get black flagged like their little AI system that their little AI overlord was going to, you know, dock his pay or something like yeah. you watch it and it's crazy. Like, I don't get, I don't know how they get people to do it um, at any pay, but. And, me, and meanwhile, Walmart still takes all the crap. Yeah. Oh, the, dude. Yeah. Sorry. We need to do an episode <laughs> on that because I mean, to this day, like re, anybody out there that hate, if you hate Walmart, Read about what Walmart did during Hurricane Katrina with no guidance. Managers on their own were getting bulldozers and bulldozing walls down so that people could get into the store. They were giving away everything in their pharmacies to everybody. And this was all a ground level effort by from managers, store managers who didn't have the rights to do it, but who were confident that they would not get fired because they knew the guys that they were working for would say, no, that was the right thing to do. That says a lot about a company. And yet for some reason, we still hate them. And I'm not claiming that at the top, they're all, I'm sure they're all the worst. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the top of every big corporation like that, you have people who are the worst. The question is, do they overall do good things? And right now, if anything, people need to support some sort of a team up. I did notice Walmart teamed up with somebody recently big. Um, maybe, um, it was, maybe it was Google. Oh, I've heard rumors that they were looking to acquire Spotify. Spotify? But uh, I, there's not a whole lot of See, I want them to stay away that. from trying to... Comp- Amazon does everything. And I think the, the company that's going to put a real dent in Amazon is something like Walmart and Target, which they're kind. Of, this is kind of all happening with Google's Express app. It just needs to be integrated a little tighter so it's as usable as Amazon. But if you could shop from those places and eBay's on there too so you're buying used stuff and you and it's all one screen you know what I mean it's it's one mm-hmm. it's one marketplace like Amazon uh, and maybe Google's the company that can pull this together that could be a legit contender for Amazon and that doesn't mean I want Amazon going away I just Amazon needs a direct competitor that is as or close to as powerful as it or it's bad for everybody it's better for Amazon in the long run and all of us if there's another Amazon so to me Whoever has the best shot at that, I think, I think like as a community, people need to be talking about this and saying, who is it we're going to be supporting? Like, and, and I'm just going to knowingly make half of my Amazon purchases over on this, even if it's not quite as good. And at Google Express is the only thing I'm aware of that could possibly be that at this point. Um, but I think Walmart is set. Uh, I've been Walmart has been quietly acquiring a ton of tech. They just acquired a, a VR startup. Uh, they acquired Flipkart uh, in India really? earlier this year. Like they've been making tons and tons of tech purchases, but they're not getting the the, the attention that like Amazon does when they do everything, which I think is to Walmart's advantage. Right. But I think Walmart it has right now the best chance of take. They already have the physical it, locations everywhere. I, it will never work under their name, though. You are. That's. N- I think that's the problem. Never, There's always going to be a bias unless they specifically are banking on like Middle America getting online more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they've got a good name. Well, now Walmart, you have Walmart pickup, which everyone I've talked to. But I'm talking a person in San Francisco. Let's just be honest here. Yeah, they're not going to get that market, but that's. They are not ever going to buy anything from Walmart just because they just won't. 
they're just too good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why can't Walmart just rebrand their online efforts is what I'm saying. Like, like, or, or just work directly with Google because people, it, it, you know, so it's like your Google is never going to catch up to Walmart in, but that's, but they have stuff like they own jet.com. That's Walmart. That is Walmart. It's a, just a, and I'd rather name. see them put all their efforts into that. Which that, that, and maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're not going to, they're, they're buying all this technology. Perhaps that's not going to go underneath the Walmart. Walmart's always just going to be the walk in, yeah. grab the crappy knee, get out. But then they're also, I mean, look at Pepsi, Pepsi, everyone just thinks of drinks, but Pepsi owns a shiz ton of properties that people don't realize oh, yeah. are owned by Pepsi and they're making way more than Coke. At least last I've oh, yeah. checked, but everyone just assumed, oh yeah, Coca-Cola is the much bigger they own brand. All, like, I mean, at least as of a few years ago, they owned like kfc pizza hut like taco bell taco, yeah major brands yeah in, in major different like food sectors uh, yeah it's i don't know i just i just think there's always going to be uh, a a large group of people out there that don't think buying from walmart is cool and i get it it makes sense it's certainly not cool to buy from inside of a walmart some of the new ones are nicer but man some of them are still so depressing the right. um, speaking of tech companies losing money, another one that a lot of people don't realize loses money every single year. Can you guess mm. the company? I mean, there's a lot of them, but this is a huge one, and almost everybody in America has a subscription. Title? Nope. Uh, Title like Jay Z's? So, oh no, no, I'm thinking of uh, Spotify. Spotify uh, making money yet? Uh, I think I don't know. Sorry, That's title. A good question. <laughs> Big, that was funny. Uh, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix, I read that. They're Netflix still this not... year is set to lose four billion. This year, uh, they're they keep going up. Uh, I think last year it was three billion. The year before that, and yet, yet their stock price just continues to surge higher and higher. But uh, last I checked, I'm trying to get the exact number when I looked into this before. Um, I think to date they've, I think their total debt right now is around like twenty eight billion dollars, and yet their stock continues. To rise every if my year. Res- if my restaurant loses four hundred, I'm out of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, in this game, yeah, four billion. In this game, you uh, spend money, grow subscribers. Someone called George Soros and get a loan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, I guess yeah, all that spark from the notch. But um, what well, last thing I wanted to go over, and this was something I noticed just uh, casually in my phone. I, I didn't really think anything of it, but then I saw some articles on Reddit about it i'm like oh i guess this is new uh do you by chance use google's location sharing mm-hmm. on google maps mm-hmm. so a lot of families will do it and you can do this on ios or android doesn't matter as long as you have the google maps app uh there is a feature where you can go in and it's called i think just location sharing let me double check here you want to be careful yeah. with it because you can share your location to the world you can yes and the nice thing though is um, if you temporarily want to give someone location access, you can do that and you can even set it. So it only like does it for so many hours. Um, but even if you're permanently, uh, if you permanently have added someone for location, Google will still like, I'll still get emails from Google reminding me, even if it's every couple of weeks, Hey, by the way, you're sharing your access with Bridget. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But it's just nice how that way someone doesn't like grab your phone while you're on a bathroom break and then add your location and then you're basically on an episode of Breaking Bad being tracked by Gus Fring. But uh, the new thing is now I can look, so I can click on, for example, I clicked on Bridget here, and now I can see where she is, she's at home, but I can see the battery percentage of her phone. So I can see that her phone right now is at 74%. 
And that's interesting for a number of reasons. I think Google's reasoning behind this is uh, you can see that if someone like goes off the grid, you can see that their battery power is like out. And so then maybe you're not as worried like, oh, their battery just went out. They weren't abducted and someone right. turned off or, or whatnot. But then a lot of people will have said that now, I mean, obviously the people that you're sharing a location with, if you're not answering phone calls, the, the excuse of, oh, my battery was low or my phone was dead, I, I couldn't get to it. Now that excuse isn't necessarily right. valid, but so it's a, a small update. Obviously, you this opt is in. not an option. I think people should use generally. I think they should really think it through. And like for people listening to this, they probably. I, I think it's important to clarify because I know people who abuse this. I know I, I like they share it with everyone. No, no, no. I personally know people who are in less than stellar relationships who probably shouldn't be married, mm -hmm. um, and and one spouse insists on the sharing thing, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So they can track the other one. It can be a very unhealthy thing. So I think it's important for people to recognize like, hey, depending on how your relationship is, this, you know, this may this may not be a good thing. Um, and, and I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not gonna get into all of the details of that. But bottom line is if you could see that causing problems between you and your spouse in any way, I would not use it. Brandon, uh, I can tell you, if anyone's wondering like, oh, is Brandon just a super controlling guy? No, he he's the one that actually generally gives his. Oh, I'm controlling the access of where he's at to his wife, mainly so she knows he's not dead on his boosted board somewhere. Yep. In the middle of the the forest. So for stuff like that, like like where Brandon will often ride a boosted board through, you know, not great areas where he could easily fall off and get hurt. Now she's aware of where he's at. Um, it can be, yeah, it's a very useful thing. Um, but, but I, I, it is like anytime you're giving someone full access to that much information, you want to make sure you are not the type of person personally who's going to abuse that information. Um, and, and, you know, get on somebody for like, oh, how comes you're there? How come like, don't let those little things turn you into a, a couple that does that. And there's a lot more people like that than you'd think. Sometimes yeah. you don't think about those things, Brand, I know you're not. So it's, it's probably not something you think about a lot. That's probably a weird thought to you, but I know, and I'm not that way, but I know people who like, I, I guess I weirdly happen to know about some stories recently that, uh, where, where it's a problem where the person we were around one person, it's like, Oh, I have to go. So-and-so knows I'm here. And it's like, how do they know you're here? Well, he tracks my phone and it's just like, wow. And you don't feel <laughs> comfortable staying for five more minutes to talk to us because you're being tracked. That's not healthy. Like, so anyway, be careful with that stuff, but it is cool. It has been nice. Uh, I don't run with my phone anymore unless I'm like specifically going out to like sightsee and like take photos on my run. But it was nice uh, for Bridget to like, if I'm going on an eight mile run, uh, it's night eight. It's nice to have a phone to call if something goes wrong. Um, but it's also nice to like, oh, are they alive? And then you can say, okay, yeah, they're moving. They're still running versus huh, his body's just been down by the river for the last mm. 45 minutes. Maybe we should go over there and check. Also nice for like uh, races when um, I, I used it with the first half marathon I did. It was nice for Bridget who, you know, you have thousands of runners coming in. You don't know if you're going to run to the bathroom, if you're going to miss the runner, whereas she could look and say, oh yeah, he's just now getting out of the canyon. I still got 20 minutes until he gets here. Stuff like that's kind of nice, but uh, can, can I make a prediction before the end of the show? Or let's hear. Do it. you have something else on the location? No, let's, let's hear it. Um, this is a bold one, <laughs> right here. Exclusive people, Tech Audit TV. Android is dead. 
Oh, this is, sounds like a whole new podcast. Or dying. Here, you know what? Let's make it a whole new podcast. Let's I'll, make just, this a teaser. I'm going to tease one thing. Android 69, uh, or I'm sorry, Chrome OS 69 is coming out. And guess what we have found in the notes? The ability to do tabs. Oh. not ta- I'm sorry, not tabs, notches. I just botched that whole thing. Notches. Developers can make, can use Chrome OS. Chrome OS has the ability for notched devices. Interesting. Think about that. It's very interesting. It is. Very interesting. That is a good segue to the next episode. Christini. Look up Christini if you don't know what it is. Christini. Yep. I'll do some research we'll this talk, next we'll week. We'll talk about this, but guys. We'll come back and debate this. Android's dead. Might take it a few years to die. I'm not, I'm not predicting anything. I have like a hard time believing this right now, but, but Android, I'll do some research. Well, I, I will make a case for you. And, and there's a lot of things you can look into. Look in the trouble they're getting into because they don't fully own and control Android. Uh, and, and they're paying a lot of money in Great Britain right now because of that. There are many, many reasons why they would want to kill off Android and, and make, Chrome, make Chrome OS. Chrome is already the most used product in the world, basically, right? It mm-hmm. owns, if you're online, you're on Chrome more than likely. Why not make it so if you're on any device, you're on Chrome? Oh, and all the steps are being taken to make that possible. We got a hype man for Google here. Hype. Yo, I am. I am the Justin Bieber to Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> My last question here with this location stuff that has come up since you brought up the, the creepiness aspect. We live in a different age now. Uh, we both have kids. Yours are older than mine. So you're closer to this stage of life. But we live in a different age where when you and I grew up, there wasn't surveillance outside of our homes. Uh, parents had no way of, I mean, cell phones even were just like now getting in the hands of, uh, of kids. I don't think I had a cell phone until like middle or late high school. Now kids are having them in elementary. Um, but you know, tracking obviously like parents now know exactly where you are, when, where all that stuff, uh, if, if, and, and home automation products now with doorbell cameras and cameras outside that used to be like either businesses or super rich people would have that now any Joe can have their own security system. Do we live in an A like, is this going to be, is this good or bad? Because as a parent, obviously you want to know where your kids are. You want to know if something, you know, you set up the cameras to, you know, in case of intruders or someone vandalizes your property, you can see what's going on. But there's also the aspect of now your kids, like are your kids going to grow up differently now or act differently because they know they're being tracked. Is that healthy or not? does that send a message of trust? Cause there's good aspects of like knowing where they are. Um, but at the same time now that kid, I don't know. I just wonder like, are, I think, I th- is this going to be a different, I think the real onus is on the parents, uh, it, and how we react to it. Like it, so, so yeah, if you're, if you're constantly saying, I know where you're at, I know, I know you lied to me, this, this, this constantly catching them doing stuff you know, they've proven this. If, if kids are told they're doing the wrong thing all the time and made to feel like their every action is on purpose to hurt their parents, that has a negative effect. Um, so it's all about parents learning how to use this stuff in positive ways. And we have to be more upfront with our kids and you have to let them know constantly. You have to be constantly reminding them that, Hey, even though, even if you don't have a phone, there are kids at your school that have phones. Okay. Um, stay away from those kids that might take videos of you. If, if a kid made a video of you and posted it and you think they were making fun of you, 
parents need to go in and talk about they need to not be embarrassed about going in to their schools and saying hey you guys are in charge of stopping this crap you need to ban phones it's not okay that you're that kids are going around taking pictures of other kids and posting them in places because really it's what gets done with that and i see one of the worst things i see from parents is i mean one we all post too much stuff of our kids lives anyway but at minimum think of your kid as like like pretend you love them for a second right mm -hmm. <laughs> if, if if it if it was you would you really want the worst stuff about you being posted no I hate it when parents post embarrassing stuff about their kids. I also hate it when parents go out of their way to make it look like their kid is perfect. There's mm -hmm. a, but there's a middle ground there. You know what I mean? Don't go purposely posting all the worst. Oh, look at my kid. My kid looked terrible. Look how ridiculous their hair looked. Oh, it's all in fun. LOL. Only the parents know it. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter. It's still out there. You don't know what some parents going to do with that picture of your kid. Like, Treat your kid like you, like I said, easy, the easy thing is if you love them, if you don't get what that means because, because you've got some mental issues, treat them as if they're your, uh, they're your star. Like, you know, you're an agent and, and, and you're going to make money off of this person. If they have a good, uh, there's good optics for them and give your kids, your kids some good optics, you know, make sure that, um, you're using all of these things to make your kid look good. Um, but not but not superficially good, right? Don't teach them that it's okay to do that. Just don't ever use these things in bad ways and, and make sure they're aware of them. Make sure that they are aware that they're on camera all the time because then it makes it harder when they lie and you know they lied because you forgot to make them aware that, oh, I'm, I was listening, you know, mm -hmm. so I actually know. Like, don't just don't set them up for failure is my point. Don't at least don't set your own kids up for failure. And if everyone's doing that, it should work out pretty good and we should overall have a safer society it's just all about people having ethics around using these things i, I am curious because i it's when i don't really want to track my kids once they get older i do when they're younger but i hate the idea of using like these like a v-tech watch or something mm -hmm. because one those companies get hacked all the time and two when if they do get hacked everybody knows oh all of the little dots on the gps here when i hack them are all little kids mm -hmm. where i would rather i would much rather use something like Android's tracker, um, like, you know, the Google tracker or iOS, because then someone has to be directly going after me to get that information. And if they grab a ton of information, they're not necessarily going after children. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that's what scares me about the kid trackers is that if someone wanted to kidnap a kid, they, they might go after that data because it's like, Oh, every, all the info I'm going to get is about kids. And they could literally even then get it right. I'm sure most people are filling that out and going, oh, my kid is six. So I've been trying to figure out a way to get like some sort of a watch where I can use just stock Android or stock iOS, um, nothing on top of it, no third party company. I just want to use their built in trackers to be able to track my kid. And I cannot find that. I cannot figure out a way to do that. So if anyone out there can figure that out and get me, here, here's the deal. I will throw this offer out. It's got to be a realistic usable um, solution. It's got to come in under $200 or around and and it can't use third party. So it's got to be able to use a watch that can use the first party. Like it's either Wear OS or Apple Watch OS. Um, and if they can do that, I will buy that. If someone can present that solution to me, 
I will buy them a $25 gift card on Amazon. Oh, baby. Love it. You heard it here first. And they will get credit for it. Hey, there we go. Tech Audit TV will not. Prestige. We'll make sure they get the credit for the solution. Fair enough. Fair enough. But it did happen right here on Tech Audit TV podcast. Well, I love it. Matt Hassler, father of three. More experienced than me, so we'll go with that. Um, that's all we have for today, folks. It has been a good show. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you're listening on iTunes, take 10 seconds even. Just give me a freaking rating, okay? Uh, we need it on iTunes. That's how you get discovered, unfortunately, is you just got to... And tell really your friends about those us ratings. Too. Yeah. Uh, like honestly, guys, most of the podcasts I listen to are from a friend. Yep. The vast majority is a friend tells you about it. So we would appreciate it. it. Honestly, it means a lot. If you're listening to this and you want us to keep making them, then please tell a friend or two about it. I think that's really the, the way we get, you know, tell someone you know would like it. Yep. And get involved. Send us questions. Yes. Send you, us questions. This topics. is a community. Uh, every, I try to before the shows, like a day before on Instagram, I'll, I'll usually ask for any topics, questions to be submitted. Uh, and then, you know, I'll look up articles and stuff like that around those topics or, uh, bring those questions up. So please bring those up. If you have some, uh, we want to make this uh, very much a community type feel, not just us talking to you. Uh, if this is your first interaction, first time ever listening to the tech audit TV podcast, check out the main show over on YouTube. Uh, just search uh, Tech Audit TV on YouTube or youtube.com slash techaudittv uh, and send me your feedback. Like I said, Instagram at techaudittv or you can email directly at techaudittv at gmail.com. We'll see you next week for some Is Android Dead conversation. So I'll do my research. I'll bring the boxing gloves and we'll, uh, we'll, get, down to the, 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 we'll get down to the nitty gritty next week. Adios.